Hi there, and welcome to the Simply Living for Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living for Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living for Him podcast. On this podcast, I talk about all things simple, whether it's life out here on our little hobby farm, how we keep things simple in our homeschool, or you'll always just hear a lot about Jesus. Because I truly do believe the remedy for clutter and chaos in our world is Jesus. The more we desire him, the less we naturally desire the things of this world and the easier it is to live more simply. So it's been a little bit of a crazy time. I put over there on my social media this week that there was no podcast episode as usual on Friday. And I'm sort of putting this one out midweek because I'll be traveling um, this week and will be away. And so this one is sort of going to make up for this past Friday and this coming Friday and hopefully we'll get back on a regular Friday routine after this. Um, More about that in just a minute. Before we start, I do want to thank my podcast sponsor, Apologia. Apologia is a Christian publishing company. They have amazing homeschooling curriculum. We've been using their science curriculum from the very beginning. We use their health and nutrition. We've used their writing curriculum over the years. We've used their Bible studies. They have tons of resources for the Christian family. Right now, they have their new digital catalog that you can go check out online at Apologia.com. Get all your resources for the upcoming school year, and you can um, check them out there. We thank you, Apologia, for sponsoring the podcast. So let's get back to uh, where I've been and what's going on. And, um, you know, I, I was just being real on my Instagram the other day, and I kind of put up a picture and said, you know what, I just couldn't get to the podcast this week and it's just been a really busy time and you know the biggest thing I wanted to share was that I adore this ministry and I love what I am able to do here on the podcast on the blog in speaking events and all of that Um, but I know that my first and foremost ministry is at home and when I'm not tending inside the four walls of my home I have no business trying to tend outside the four walls of my home and this week I really felt like I needed to just you know walk the walk and not just the talk the talk and I needed to really simplify because things were getting a little bit out of control and I needed to say you know what family comes first and as much as I adore this ministry and I am privileged to have this ministry I know that I will not minister well unless I am taking care of my first and foremost mission here at home so it's been a really busy time you guys will have to bear with me this next month because I'm sure you're going to see a lot of sappy posts and emotional posts and crying things and uh, but yeah we're right at the end now getting towards graduating my oldest um, child from homeschool and you guys know if you've been following me a while that this is not just about you know graduating homeschool this is really about moving on to a next chapter in our life and celebrating all that God has done in this past chapter so I am kind of at the point where I feel like I can barely keep my head above water. Have you ever felt like that? Um, And for somebody who, like me, um, talks about keeping all things simple, it's a hard place to be when you feel really overwhelmed. And 
I don't do well with busy. And uh, right now we're in an extremely busy time. And it's all good stuff. You know, there's a lot of good stuff going on. But also mix that in with all the emotions that I I knew were going to happen but didn't quite think would be so big um you know mixing all of that together and you have just um the recipe for quite a um overwhelmed person (laughs) so last week I just couldn't get to the podcast we had the prom for my oldest you know I also posted there on Instagram many of you out there If you are not a homeschooler, if you're thinking about homeschooling or um, you often ask questions about homeschooling, one of them might be, well, what about things they'll miss out on, like the prom and all that? Well, nope, homeschoolers don't miss out. We had a beautiful prom, a homeschool prom last week for the group up here in our area. I actually had the opportunity to chaperone that prom, so I got to be there and, and see it. And so... It was a beautiful, beautiful event. Um, We had girls here getting ready that day and then pictures here and then Steve and I chaperoned the prompts. That was a really busy week, but of course, fun and exciting things. And, you know, don't let those kinds of things ever hold you back. If you think like, well, what about the prom? And what about things my kids will miss out on if they're homeschooled? They don't miss out. There's plenty of opportunities to do all those things if you even want to. Some people don't want to take part in any of those things. But we had a beautiful God-honoring event um, for the, the Christian homeschooler prom last week. And so... Um, Yeah, recovering from that. We also had just busy stuff going on and I'm getting ready here to travel this week, you know, right in the middle of when I think life can't get any busier. Let's throw a traveling speaking engagement in there across the country. (laughs) So um, this will be my last speaking engagement of the year because uh, after this one, I am full speed ahead, fully present in the next um, few weeks as we prepare to launch our oldest into the real world, the so-called real world right out there um, as we graduate her and spend our last few months with her before she goes off to college. So yes, you can expect lots of sappy posts and emotional things. Um, So that's actually going to lead me into the podcast episode for today. You know, God works in his timing because I actually did sit down last week to record the podcast as usual on my Wednesday evenings. And um I actually started to record, probably got about halfway through an episode and just turned it off. I was like, no, I'm not feeling this. This is not, this is not what I want to put out there. And so I thought I'll get to it tomorrow. And that's famous last words because then we had the prom and all that stuff. Um, So God works though, because I never ended up putting up that episode or finishing that episode or getting back to it. And then, like I said, I'm traveling this week. So I thought I'd put this one out kind of midweek to cover the two weeks that I'm missing. And I felt like he just gave me a better topic. So he knew all along what he wanted me to say. And so um, we're just scrapping last week's uh, idea. And I'm just uh, sitting down to talk about circumstances and how our life is not defined at all by our circumstances. And, you know, this is all came to head last night for me and this morning, actually, because I have to tell you this story. Um, So yesterday, I started to feel a little bit 
anxious about our trip coming up and uh, Steve and I are actually going um, on this trip alone. This is the first time that we have been away since our honeymoon and we just celebrated 19 years of marriage. We have never gone away on our own and uh, so that that's exciting and I just started though yesterday and this happens before pretty much every trip. You guys know if you've been following me any length of time before any trip I go on, I get, you know, a little bit anxious or Satan tries to derail things. And so definitely that was happening yesterday. I was feeling a little bit anxious about, you know, like I said, it's a busy time. And then we're throwing in this trip on top of it and, you know, just making sure everything at home is taken care of while we're away. And um, so lo and behold, last night, I got into bed and I was really getting like um, the anxiety levels starting to go up. And not only about the trip, but about the upcoming graduation and launching my oldest into the, you know, quote unquote, real world and her going off to college. And so I started to feel like I was drowning. And if you guys know, if you've listened to my podcast before, I've talked about anxiety in in an entire podcast episode. This is an ongoing battle. Um, something that God is definitely winning in my life um, and working, but definitely it is not ever gone completely. Things usually can come back. Um, And so even though I've made a lot of progress in this area over the years, at times, especially overwhelming times like this, you know, things come back. So last night I'm laying in bed and I was just starting to feel that like drowning feeling and starting to feel like I don't want Grace to go away to college. Have I done enough? Is she prepared? Oh my goodness, our whole family is going to change. Life is going to change like completely overwhelming. Then, you know, mix that in with leaving in a few days for a trip. And you've just, like I said, got a recipe for disaster for someone like me. Um, So I started to feel very overwhelmed and I know how to deal with that now when when I start to kind of get in my own head. I have to replace those anxious thoughts with God's truth. And sometimes the only thing I can do in that moment is say the name of Jesus over and over and over because that automatically gets me out of saying negative thoughts or thinking negative thoughts is just saying, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And so last night I started to do that. And that was one way to keep the negative thoughts out. And I started to fall asleep actually in a very peaceful, I I remember feeling like actually saying to myself that I felt so peaceful. And I literally just lay there in my bed and said, you know, Jesus, I surrender to you. If you guys remember me talking earlier in this year about palms up, my prayer this year is to pray with my palms up. And that is my, um, my sort of posture to let go of the things I cling to and open my hands and submit my life to him no matter what happens. So I lay in my bed and feeling peaceful and just saying, Lord, I surrender to you and repeating the name of Jesus and really falling to sleep in a very peaceful way. And lo and behold, it was probably only about 45 minutes later after I had fallen asleep and was feeling this peaceful surrender that I was awoken by the loudest thunder I can ever remember in like recent times. And not only was it an extremely loud thunder, 
extremely bright lightning, downpouring rain on my roof. I mean, downpouring, the kind that you literally feel like it's got to be coming through the roof any second now. It's so loud. And, you know, huge wind gusts and just first there was this one extremely loud thunder. It shook the entire house, followed by another one, followed by a third one. I mean, I just literally laid there like, okay, this must be the end because (laughs) sometimes you get one of those really loud thunders and then you're like startled, but it starts to fade away. This just was like one after another. And then my phone starts buzzing and going off and I grab my phone and it's, you know, an alert, obviously, that a weather alert that there is a uh, severe thunderstorm warning and it says um, severe thunderstorm warning, severe storm has been spotted over Hope New Jersey and that's me that's our little town hope hope New Jersey and so I've seen these alerts before right you get these on your phone and it's like you know severe storm spotted you know in whatever town so many miles away and it's moving towards you or whatever but this one was like severe storm spotted over your town and literally at that moment I thought to myself I'm surprised it doesn't say severe storm spotted over love's farm like that's literally I felt like the storm was swirling directly over my house and I really believe it was and this is just such a picture this is just such a picture because I'm telling you, there was a battle and a storm raging on in my soul last night. And so I'm laying there and I'm thinking, well, what is going on? Like I fell asleep saying the name of Jesus over and over, surrendering all. And now I'm woken by this terrifying storm. And I was trying to fall back to sleep and every time I closed my eyes, it seemed like it would just keep raging. The more thunder, more wind, more hail, more downpouring rain and literally one after another alerts on my phone. Like, you know, first it was storm and then it was flood and then it was who knows what else, everything, damaging winds, all these things. And so I was laying there and I was starting to get like worry, like, Lord, what is going on? Um, I prayed and I surrendered and now there's this storm and it's scary and this doesn't feel good. And I was so scared laying in my bed and I'm just like, I couldn't understand why I surrendered and now the Lord was putting me in this frightening situation. So it was a night of tossing and turning and all that. And I woke up this morning. um, I didn't have very much sleep at all. (laughs) So I woke up this morning, but wouldn't you know it, just like after you have a raging storm, the sun was rising. um, Everything was still. The air was still. The birds were singing. The sun was just peeping out and it was calm. And I remember last night when I was laying in bed, we had to shut the windows because of this torrential rain. It was so hot. And you guys know, I'm not one that minds being hot. I love, I don't like cold weather. I, um, I love being hot actually. And, but I was hot and I remember feeling like uncomfortably hot because it was that humid, stuffy, hot, and you couldn't open the window. And so this morning, Steve must've opened the window and this breeze was coming in and it was like completely the opposite of the night before. And so I lay there and I was thinking about, all I could think of was out of the whirlwind 
the Lord spoke. I just kept hearing that verse, out of the whirlwind, the Lord spoke. And so I went to my Bible and I started to read Job because I know that's where it comes from, the verse. Um, And it was just like, God was just teaching me so much about that storm last night because I was sort of feeling like confused, like, God, why are you allowing this horrible storm? Like, what are you trying to tell me? I said, I surrender. And now there's this huge storm and this scary storm. Are you trying to tell me that like, you know, bad things are going to happen? Or, you know, what are you trying to tell me? And so I, um, I laid there and I just read through Job and I just felt like that God was telling me, yeah, you know, you can say you surrender and you can say you submit. But then you want a peaceful, wonderful sleep. You want to wake up and say, wow, I submitted and look what the Lord did. He gave me such peace and everything is fine. And I realize that that's not true surrender. That that's not really submitting to the Lord's ways. That's saying, God, I, I want to submit to you when you will make things go my way. Or that's saying, God, I surrender my life to you and now I expect you to make my life turn out the way I want it. I want it to be comfortable. I want it to be peaceful and I want it to be restful and I don't want to be stressed and I don't want to be nervous and I don't want any storms swirling around me. And so I really learned a lot this morning thinking about this and I posted on my blog. If you go to Simply Living for Him, you can um, find the the thoughts I was having this morning as I as I thought about all this. But our circumstances do not define who God is. God is in those circumstances. And just like he told Job, so I went and I read through Job 38 to 42 this morning, and just like he told Job, like, who are you to question me and my sovereignty and how, you know, he God is in control of every little thing. Like, he created this. He allows suffering. He allows trials. And just because you prayed the prayer of surrender and you submitted to God does not mean that everything is going to go your way. But if you truly in your heart surrender and submit and then things start to swirl around you and the storm is battling around you and it's raging around you like it was last night, who are you to question? Like, cause I literally laid there last night and was like, Hey God, I surrendered. I submitted before bed. Why are you having me go through this terrible storm? And what on earth kind of thought is that? Right. I repent of that because that is an awful thought. You know, God is God and you walk through whatever comes your way. And so I learned this morning that maybe the next few weeks are going to feel difficult. Even though we're going through a very happy and wonderful time, there's going to be a lot of downward emotions, a lot of questioning, a lot of feeling sad, a lot of all these different things. And instead of asking the Lord to take them away, maybe he wants me to just walk through them because that's true surrender. To feel those, you know, maybe scary feelings, maybe struggling things. And to walk through them knowing that he is in control of every single thing. And that it doesn't always have to feel good. Like, you know, I'm asking him, Lord, I want to go on this trip and I want to feel peaceful as I'm getting ready to go. And I want to know that it's going to be okay. And maybe he's just saying to me, you don't need to feel peaceful. 
Your peace comes from knowing I am with you on this trip. And no matter what swirls around you, things may go wrong. You need to walk through it knowing that I'm in control. If you're going to truly submit and surrender in your prayer, then you need to prove that by walking through whatever comes your way. And so I shouldn't have been surprised last night by this storm. In fact, I believe that that storm was, number one, it was a huge picture of I felt like what was going on in my soul, that there was this battle, there was this storm raging on between, you know, me trusting the Lord and me listening to Satan's lies. And just because I didn't have this still peaceful night doesn't mean that the Lord isn't there because he is absolutely there. So what I wanted to talk about today on this episode is our circumstances. Do we do? And I think most of us feel this way at one time or another. We feel like our faith is rewarded when we have peaceful circumstances or are, you know, oh, this is God's blessing on me because nothing's going wrong. But if you look at the end of Job, he had everything taken away and then was blessed doubly more at the end. But even if he wasn't, God is still God. And in our life, in the end, we're going to be blessed beyond measure, no matter what circumstances surround us on this earth. In the end, we know if we're followers of Jesus that we're going to spend an eternity with him. So regardless of the circumstances, because just because we're Christians absolutely does not mean that our circumstances in this lifetime are going to be perfect or peaceful or still. They are guaranteed to be stormy and scary and maybe a struggle. And that, you know, is part of our walk because God is in those circumstances. We have to be very careful not to um, put our faith in our circumstances instead of putting our faith in God. And, you know, just because somebody is walking through a peaceful time, doesn't mean that God is blessing them any more than somebody who's walking through a time of complete struggle. In fact, that struggle is usually meant to grow you. Now, we live in a fallen world, so a lot of the times the struggles are just part of that. You know, our world is not perfect, and because our world is not perfect and it is a fallen, sinful world, there's natural consequences and struggles that are going to happen. And there's also times where God is going to allow those things to happen in our life for a greater purpose. Our life is not about our circumstances. We have to be very careful not to count our blessings as um, God's favor because, you know, we are so good that God is giving us all these good things. No, God is God and he is good no matter what our circumstances show. God's goodness does not depend is not dependent on what is going on around us. But when we walk through whatever is going around us, whether we're in that mountaintop uh, you know, time in our life, we should be praising God all through that, or whether we're walking through that valley, we know we should be clinging to God and still praising him because he has not changed. 
God does not change who he is, no matter what our circumstances are. So we need to remember that God often uses circumstances to teach us and to grow us. And so this morning, my whole perspective changed thinking, okay, I'm going to walk through these next few weeks knowing they're going to be hard. And they may even feel like that storm around me last night. But my prayer should not be for God to take those feelings away. My prayer should be, God, show me how to get through those things. Show me how to rely on you and not on myself. I don't want to rely on my circumstances and say, well, everything's going great. So, you know, I'm good. Sometimes we end up thinking about God much less when things are going well. Not to say that we want things to go badly so that we focus on God, but isn't that what tends to happen? That we we tend to cling to him um, when things are, are rough? And maybe we should be thinking about him just as much in the high mountaintop times as the low valley times. And so we need to be very careful that we don't look around at our life and define our God by our circumstances because there is not one person in that bible that was like a hero of the faith that had a perfectly still and peaceful life right there are always stories of hardship and difficulty and struggle and storms and those are the very things that God uses sometimes. So I really felt like last night was just such a picture that he gave me of, you know what? Don't wake up surprised and say, Lord, I surrendered my life to you and now, or my, you know, my circumstances to you and now things are swirling around. Like, what's up with that? Who are you to question God? And he told, he just showed me that so much this morning. Like, you know what? It doesn't, it, it was a picture of me, of, of him saying to me that these storms are coming. You may feel, you know, in like a stormy place in the next few weeks, but that's all the more reason to hold tight to me and walk with me and don't question me. Just rely on me for your strength and that's what I'm going to do I'm going to change my prayer from Lord make me have this peace to uh, or or make these circumstances feel you know better to Lord I just want peace knowing that you are in control and if there's going to be a little bit of a struggle and there's going to be a little bit of a storm so be it But I would rather walk through a stormy circumstance with him than a peaceful circumstance without him, right? And so I'm just encouraging you all today, no matter where you're at, I would encourage you to go read Job. Take take like a week because it's a long, you know, there's a lot in there. But especially the parts where God starts to answer Job. It's 38 to 42 chapters uh, where he's answering Job. And he goes through this whole dialogue of like, who are you to question me? And he explains his magnificence and his sovereignty and how he created this world. And how, who are we 
to get so caught up in our circumstances and what we can see when there is so much more going on that we don't see, that we have no idea. We are just merely human, right? And we are just merely focusing on what we see around us. But what if we focused on him and we focused on all the things so much greater than just the finite things we see. And that's really where our true faith comes from. And our faith is a gift from him, right? So we ask him, we ask him, Lord, I surrender to you. I submit to you. But that doesn't mean that we have to fully do that. Like it doesn't mean that we just say that. Because sometimes that's what I think I do. I say it and I think, well, God's going to, he's going to bless me now because I surrendered. Yeah. You, you want to say you surrender? Watch. Watch what I'm going to do. I'm going to put you in even a more difficult situation and let's see. Let's see you walk that walk, right? It's all in. We need to be all in. Not in just our words, but in our heart. And so we need to truly, truly depend on him in every single thing because in the end just like God says in Job you're a mere man like who are you you weren't there when I formed the earth and I mean it's just an incredible passage to study so I would encourage you guys to get in there if you're going through a difficult time I would encourage you not to focus on the circumstances to focus on your God and how big and how strong and how mighty and how wonderful he is and to remember that ultimately The peace comes from him, not from our circumstances. You know, I think a lot of the times our lives get so complicated and, you know, we want to live simply, we want to live simply, but we are constantly focusing on circumstances, on things around us. You know, um, if we have too much stuff, it makes us feel cluttered. If we have too, uh, too busy of a schedule, it makes us feel cluttered. If we have too much mental overload going on, it makes us feel cluttered, right? And so we are starting to put our joy in things that are finite and things that we can see. And that's what I've been speaking about at Simple Living for Him forever, right? It's about so much more than um, just stuff and just, you know, uh, circumstantial stuff and wanting to live without clutter and all that. It's about truly focusing on God and focusing on the things that are above. You know, I always say, um, when you focus on the eternal and the things above, then it puts into perspective the things here on earth. A lot of times we, we have that backwards. We try to focus on everything around us and then we focus on God. But when we focus on God first, it puts everything else into perspective. That's why I always say the remedy for clutter and chaos is Jesus. The more we desire him, the less we naturally desire the things of this world. The more we focus on him and not on the temporal finite things that we see around us, the easier it is to deal with those things. Those things become secondary to everything else our perspective changes we see everything through the eyes and through the lens of God and all of a sudden the things of this world I talked about this on our our last podcast episode about turning your eyes upon Jesus all of a sudden the things of this world become much less um 
what's the word much less I don't want to say important because they're still important but they get put in their proper place you know um, we see them in light of eternity and they get put in their proper order in our lives God has to be first and um, I really learned that last night through that storm that God was telling me Stop looking at the things that are around you, swirling around you, the finite temporal things. Yes, you have a lot going on in the next few months, but those are still just things of this earth. They're big, huge life events, but they're still things of this earth. Focus on me and I will get you through the things that are swirling around you on this earth. So I hope this podcast encouraged you. Again, I apologize for not putting one out last week. And this one is sort of going to be put out midweek to make up for these two weeks. When I return from Denver, Colorado, I hope to get back on the schedule of every Friday having a new episode for you guys. I will be in Denver this uh, Thursday through Saturday. I'm speaking at the Teach Them Diligently convention. There is still time to register. Come on out and see me there. Steve and I will be there. We would love to meet you. I'll be speaking four times. It's at the Gaylord Rockies Resort. It's a beautiful uh, location out there in Denver, Colorado, May 23rd to the 25th. You can get all the information at teachthemdiligently.net. I would love to meet you. Um, So come hang out there at the Teach Them Diligently convention. You will be so blessed by this event. Also, don't forget the Bible-based homeschooling e-course is still available. Um, That is at simplylivingforhim.thinkific.com. I will link to that in this podcast um, episode webpage. You can still register for that e-course. I've been so blessed that so many families out there are wanting to make the Bible the priority, the firm foundation of their family. So I thank you again for listening to this podcast. And if you were blessed by this podcast, I would thank you if you could rate and review it over there on iTunes or wherever you're listening. And until the next time, I wish you blessings and joy.